Generating traffic and sales can be a challenge for online merchants. But selling on the Walmart marketplace puts your products in front of millions of customers who shop on walmart.com. And right now, sellers who join Walmart Marketplace can save up to 50% on referral and fulfillment fees for the first 90 days. So get started today. Head over to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations, a weekly podcast focusing on e-commerce topics featuring interviews with prominent people in the e-commerce space. This is E-Commerce Conversations by Practical E-Commerce. I'm Kerry Murdoch. E-commerce merchants run businesses that can be bought and sold. There's a market for these businesses, and our guest today is an expert in the buying and selling of them. He's Mike Handelsman, General Manager of BizBuySell.com, a leading business for sale marketplace. Well, Mike, thank you for your time today. Sure, happy to be here. Thanks, Carrie. Mike, what are the market conditions to sell an e-commerce business right now? Well, it's still a very challenging market right now. Um, as you know, I'm sure you're aware and your listeners are aware, um, since about mid-2008, it's been a very tough environment for small businesses in general, and that's impacted the market for selling and buying small businesses. Um, so it's been a, 2009 was a very challenging year, but the market is improving. We've seen a, a turnaround in the number of businesses for sale. Uh, and the number of businesses closed uh, that have actually sold uh, in the last few quarters. And the main reason that it's happening is because sellers are actually uh, lowering prices to make sure that uh, their expectations for what their business is worth is meeting uh, the expectations of potential buyers. So I think today um, I would say it's, it's a buyer's market, uh, and it's a market that's been slow but coming back. Our listeners, of course, Mike, are smaller e-commerce merchants. Who would likely be a buyer for a smaller e-commerce merchant? And let me give you a scenario. Let's say I have an, a pure play e-commerce business that grosses, say, a million dollars a year in sales. And let's, assa- let's assume I sell cooking supplies in that mm-hmm. business. That's a hypothetical scenario. Who would likely be a buyer for my business? Okay. Um, I think there are... Uh, based on our website and who visits uh, uh, bizbysell.com, there are probably two potential buyers. The first would be someone who has recently been laid off or left a corporate job. Um, as you know, I'm sure you're aware, unemployment's it's still at near record highs. It's you know hovering around you know nine to eleven percent in most most areas. Um, so there are a great many people right now who previously worked in corporate jobs, um, many of whom have strong technical backgrounds or understanding of e-commerce, uh, and then they also generally. Uh, have more of a, a savings nest egg that they can invest in a new business, and often they get some severance that they can invest in a new business. So that's probably one uh, set of potential buyers. And then the other is most likely people who are already uh, owners of, of small e-commerce businesses because, you know, as you know, um, you know, e-commerce is a business that's generally very scalable. So if, you know, you have a small business owner who's built a successful e-commerce business and understands the fundamentals of, you know, customer acquisition and search engine optimization and e-commerce 
infrastructure, those kind of things, um, they often look to expand to another category or similar business where they can leverage their talents uh, somewhere else. What are the multiples that you see now? Under the scenario that I just described, uh, the hypothetical scenario, what are the multiples of cash flow or multiples of revenue that you see e-commerce businesses? Is there is there a trend there? Yeah, there is. You know, we we break out on biz by sell. We actually have um, business brokers when they close a sale uh, report that transaction to us, and then we collect that data and aggregate it um, for the purposes of uh, you know helping small business owners understand the market. And so, in two thousand, or actually in the past twelve months. Um, we had about 140 businesses that were sold on our website uh, that fall into the uh, internet business category in general, um, and the median uh, multiple of gross income or revenue that those businesses sold for was 0 0.60, and the median cash flow multiplier that those businesses sold for was 1.85. Okay, cash flow be roughly being profits. Roughly. More or less, yeah. We it's also known as seller's discretionary earnings, or the the income that comes out of the business that can pay the owner uh, or is retained in the business. Are you seeing, in terms of terms, uh, are you seeing seller financing? Are you seeing lenders? Are there lenders that, in terms of a buyer being interested in acquiring an e-commerce business, is there financing available for something like that? Financing is definitely one of the bigger challenges in the market right now. Um, you know, one of the big reasons the market has not responded um, to the fact that we have very high unemployment is because while there are a lot of buyers out there, they don't necessarily have access to small business loans to buy a business. And so what we're seeing is, as opposed to an environment two years ago where many business sellers could sell the business, get all cash, and you know retire or move on to the next thing, Today, it's almost required that a small business owner who wants to sell is going to have to offer um, seller financing as part of the transaction to help the buyer be able to finance the business. I noticed on your site that you had a category for retail businesses and you had a category for internet businesses. Would a re an e-commerce firm, uh, an e-commerce business, uh, which is online retail, would that be in the retail category? Or would it be in the internet category? Uh, I would, you know, it's up to the seller to be honest with you where they want to put it. And in fact, on our website, when you sell, you can choose up to two categories to list your business for sale in. Um, so, mm -hmm. for people who are selling who happen to have online e-commerce businesses, I would recommend that they list it both in the uh, the retail area of the website. For example, um, a specific category of retail that their business would fit in, as well as the uh, internet businesses. Uh, with a subcategory of uh, wherever it's appropriate, probably in, in this case, consumer services. Are physical retail stores, do they demand higher prices than pure play online retail stores? Categorically, I don't think I can answer that because so much of a business's valuation is based on the specifics of, those bus of that business. For example, you know, what's the growth rate, uh, what's the profit margin, things like that, what's the location for a business that has a retail location. Um, mm -hmm. But in general, I would say that um, e-commerce businesses that are obviously online tend to have higher margin structures because they have less capital requirements. So they don't pay rent, usually those kind of things. So I would say in general, um, if those businesses are running um, with greater profits uh, and less overhead, then they generally are going to command uh, 
better prices and better multiples. Mm -hmm. What does a buyer look for? A buyer who's interested in acquiring an online retail business. What are some of the variables they're looking for with their search? Yeah, well, I would say let me talk a little bit about what what we generally tell buyers they should be looking for, and that's a business that suits their individual skills and that they have the background uh, or talents to add value to, um, and also that meets their personal income goals. You know, so first of all, I think you know if a buyer is interested in you know the apparel industry uh, or the automotive industry or some other industry, they should generally look for businesses that are going to excite them and, and interest them because uh, as small business owners know, it's you know it's a long day and it's a tough job managing your own business, so you want to be excited and, and very interested in the category that you're working in. Um, secondly, you need to have some skills that are going to lend themselves to being successful. You know, So if you have someone who has no technical background and isn't very uh, technically savvy or familiar with the Internet or e-commerce, it's probably a stretch to think that they can be successful in the short term um, buying and operating a, a small e-commerce company. Uh, and then the last element is definitely, you know, personal income goals. So uh, potential buyers need to become familiar with, you know, what are your income aspirations and what are the businesses that throw off a cash flow that's going to meet those those personal income goals. For example, if, you know, you've been in a corporate world and making $150,000 a year income uh, and then you go buy a business that only generates, you know, forty dollars or $50,000 a year in, in income or cash flow, that's probably not going to leave you satisfied in, in terms of the lifestyle that you can lead uh, in the present day compared to what you were leading before. So I think those are the primary factors that buyers should be looking for. Um, the other thing that we often tell buyers is that they should, at a minimum, uh, evaluate uh, at least a few businesses that meet their criteria um, because they need to you know, understand the differences between how businesses operate, uh, the owner that they're going to be buying from, how well they can work with that person or, or feel confidence that they're going to transition well as the new owner of the business, those kind of things. So those are the primary factors that we generally tell buyers to look for. Can you give us some examples, Mike, of businesses that have, of e-commerce businesses that have sold recently with, without not necessarily naming the name of the business, but could you cite examples of the details of some of those transactions in terms of revenue size, profits, sure. multiples, what type of industry they were in? Sure. As, as I mentioned, we, we've, we've had uh, about 140 transactions reported to bizbysell.com over the last 12 months that have closed um, or actually been sold and reported to us, um, w including the asking price, the selling price, etc. So just over the last uh, few months, since the beginning of 2010, some of the examples are a uh, consumer services uh, B2C business in the state of Washington um, that was a uh, niche e-commerce website that uh, had an asking price of $395,000 and sold for 325000 In March, we had a um, 10 million unique visitor per month internet content network based in Massachusetts that had an asking price of 900000 and was apparently sold for $1 million. Um, that uh, was generating about half a million dollars of annual revenue uh, and about a quarter of a million dollars in annual cash flow. Uh, we had a easy-to-operate relocatable dropship e-commerce business based in Minnesota um, that was on the much smaller end of the scale that uh, was generating about uh, $26,000 a year in revenue and $2,500 a year in cash flow, and that sold for $14,000. So we really run the gamut from, you know, very small businesses to much larger businesses. The first example you cited there, the three ninety-five 
uh, asking price that sold for three twenty five, three hundred twenty five thousand. Do you have cash flow? How much that business generated in cash flow? Yeah, about one hundred twenty five thousand dollars a year. Mike, there are merchants listening to this that are likely saying, someday I want to sell my business. Five years from now, I want to sell this, or two years, or ten years, or what have you. For those merchants that are in that scenario, what should they be doing right now to prepare their business for sale in the future? The most important factor that we tell small business owners when they think about selling is to start preparing now. So as soon as an owner thinks that they might want to sell, they should start getting ready. Uh, even if their sale is a few years away. Uh, we generally tell people you can't start too early. Um, we think that people should be managing their business, thinking about what they'd want to see if they were going to consider buying it. Um, so you know, some of the real fundamentals are you know, strong, stable, and growing cash flow and revenue. Right? If you go to a potential buyer, you want to be able to show a, a history of um, you know, growing income and growing uh, profits uh, and a very stable uh, you know, set of numbers across multiple years. And so, of course, anything you can do to help that, uh, you want to be doing whether you're selling or not selling. Um, but in addition to that, people who are thinking about selling should have well-documented financials uh, and uh, historicals, especially in, in Internet businesses with things like website traffic uh, or any other information that's pertinent to the business. Um, buyers are generally very turned off when they look at a business, but there isn't a strong uh, history of documented numbers or financials that they can look at. Um, the other thing that's really important for people thinking about selling is to make sure that the business can function without them, especially in the e-commerce category. Many small business owners kind of run the business uh, largely on their own, and so the business needs to be in a position that when someone new comes in, they can feel confident that they can take that business over and run it at least as successfully as the current owner. And if they don't feel that confidence, it's unlikely that you're going to be able to sell it to them. So whatever an owner is doing, um, personally to manage the business, they want to make sure that those skills and um, elements of the business are transferable to a new owner. Um, so those are probably a, a few of the main things uh, that we recommend. Okay. Tell us about your company, Mike, bizbysell.com. Well, bizbysell.com has been around for uh, 16 years now, um, and we're the largest business for sale uh, marketplace in the world. We have about 45,000 businesses for sale on our website today, uh, and we have an audience of about um, three-quarters of a million unique visitors every month who are coming to look at businesses for sale and consider buying them. And what we do is we bring together sellers and buyers, and then we let them transact uh, you know, in, in an offline world away from us. We're not a broker. We don't take a percentage of the sale price. We're actually just a marketplace that brings buyers and sellers together. And in addition to the existing business for sale marketplace that we have on Biz by Sell, we also have one of the Internet's largest franchise directories where people can uh, explore opening a new franchise business. And we also, um, as I referred to earlier, um, we, we have a valuation report which can allow uh, buyers and sellers to purchase data to understand the state of the market, you know, the valuation multiples in their individual sector. Uh, anything else on your mind for our listeners, Mike? Our listeners, of course, are smaller e-commerce merchants. Yeah, I'd say the, the most important thing to be aware of if you're a, a small business owner is that um, if you've been sitting on the sideline for the last year or two because you want to sell during a better market, I think times are uh, changing and things are improving. Uh, prices are still a little bit lower on the valuation multiple side, 
um, but there are a great number of buyers in the market, potential buyers. And so if you want to sell, uh, I think it's a good time to think about getting back into the market and uh, you want to prepare your business and make sure you're putting your best foot forward um, for potential buyers and uh, give them uh, the confidence that they can be successful uh, managing your business in the future. Well, for purposes of our listeners, Mike's business, again, is bizbysell.com, and I'll spell that. That's B as in boy, I-Z, B-U-Y, S-E-L-L, bizbysell.com. And Mike Handelsman, the general manager of BizBuySell, we want to thank you for your time today, sir. Well, thanks very much, Gary. I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. Thank you. That's all the time we have for this week's e-commerce conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Please tune in next week for another new episode.